Tomorrow is the beginning of the great three days, often known by their Latin name, the Triduum. And what's tomorrow called again? Holy Thursday or Maundy Thursday? If we call it Maundy Thursday, which some people still do, that's from the Latin mandare, which means commandment. The reason why a lot of Lutherans call it Holy Thursday is because we're generally celebrating not the new commandment, but the new covenant, the Lord's Supper, that is instituted on this night before Jesus is betrayed. But tomorrow is also the night when our Lord washes his disciples' feet and urges them, as you just heard, to love one another just as I have loved you. That's the mandare from which Maundy Thursday gets its name. Love one another. It's the simple commandment that summarizes the entirety of God's love. So simple, in fact, that I remember right here in Montreal at a church we used to attend that had just run its pastor out of the church. A guest pastor came and preached on this exact text and simply stood up and said, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another. I think this text is self-explanatory. Amen. It summarizes everything. Love one another. When Jesus is asked for the greatest commandment, he first says, love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. But unprompted, he adds, then the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Paul, wanting to simplify things even further, takes it a step beyond that, suggesting that in Romans 13, the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, Paul wrote. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. But as the old song used to go, what is love? What is the evidence, since that's our theme for this week, that love for our Lord exists? True love shows up in any number of Jesus's parables. And in fact, it's right there in the middle of the Lord's prayer. But you might not have expected it or understood it that way. Because true love is not giving gifts at Christmas or washing your dad's car unprompted or spending time with a friend or remembering to call a relative. True Christian love is this. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And that's it. That is love. That when we wrong someone, we ask for forgiveness, and when someone asks for forgiveness of us, we forgive them. That is the whole of true Christian discipleship. It is precisely what Jesus is mandating, mandaraing, mondying from his followers. And how critical and essential is that in our day? Because the world... And if we're honest with ourselves, which we ought to be, even our own sinful nature does not want to forgive and indeed cannot forgive. We demand justice. We want restitution. We want someone to make amends. We want signs before we forgive someone that this, this won't happen again. We want people to deserve mercy before we just start handing it out freely. 
Look at the sins we hold against people. Even the sins of their youth, and goodness knows all of us were young at one time and committed youthful sins. The editor, suppose past former editor, new one of Teen Vogue, forced to quit because of what she wrote as a teen, something she had apologized for multiple times, recognizing that what she wrote was wrong. And finally, someone on Twitter said, where is the grace? That's precisely the question, isn't it? And it's why Jesus is raising up disciples who are able to hear the words, I'm sorry, and say, I forgive you. The reality is that the world cannot forgive. Christian love looks at a wrong and a repentant wrongdoer and says, I forgive you. Because that's how Jesus loves us. He looks down on his executioners, even the ones with the hammer in hand, driving the nails through his wrists and says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Stephen, the first Christian martyr, prays the same prayer as the council picks up stones and stones him to death. Do not hold this sin against them, Father. That is the hallmark of what makes a Christian a Christian, that we accept that we couldn't be forgiven for our sins, but God did it anyway in his son at the cross, and that we in turn are able to look at those who have wronged us and say, I extend to you the same grace. If you're looking for evidence that Christ is being followed, don't look for perfection. Don't look for holy people. But do look for people that can say, I'm sorry, and who are also able to say, I forgive you. That is where people are loving each other precisely as Christ has loved them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.